So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now for the review of the day. All right, got a great review here from Real Estate Rockstars. It says, the best real estate podcast in the industry, the most helpful podcast for real estate agents. Thank you, Pat, for all you do. I've been listening nonstop ever since I found out about your podcast and can't thank you enough for all the helpful advice and inspiration you provide every day. Rock on, Tony Shabbat. Thank you, Tony. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great returning guest from about 200 plus episodes and one of our most downloaded episodes organically and organically, I mean, you know, uh, somebody who whose uh, episode got passed around that we didn't pay to advertise and is not necessarily a famous person outside of her hometown, you know, did extremely well. And uh, I'm excited to get her back. She's taken time out of her busy day. And uh, we're going to jump into what is new and exciting, what's been happening since she recorded her first one, which has almost been two years now. She's done some massive changes in her business. So Trish Williams, uh, welcome back to Real Estate Rockstars. Hi, Pat. Thanks for having me back again. Nice to see you. You too. Hey, Trish, why don't you uh, give our audience a little rundown on who you are and a little bit about you so they can get to know you better. Okay. Um, Well, my name's Trish Williams, a Vegas local, born and raised here in Las Vegas. We've, um, I've been in real estate for about four years. I started off first year, you know, I was rookie of the year. Um, second year ranked second in my market center and in closings. And, you know, I've been doing very successful since, but I, um, I, I had made some major changes in this last year. I, uh, I started off with a primarily referral focused business and I was working with a lot of buyers and you, you told me on your show that wasn't going to work out long and you were Absolutely right. Um, it just came to, um, I, fi- I found myself at the end of 2016 completely burnt out. You know, I was trying to hit these high goals for closings and numbers, and that's the only thing I was really focused on, but I wasn't, I wasn't having time to do anything else. You know, I was spending all my time with, with, with these buyers, and, you know, they were, they were coming and, you know, easy, easy to grab, easy to get in the contract, but it was, um, you know, it, it was a burnout. So I had, um, I kind of had to re- reevaluate everything last year. Um, first quarter of 2017, I had a, a huge slump, <laughs> but it was because I started to refocus my whole business, and it's, it's been amazing since. Wow. Okay, so um, we're going to find out actually exactly how you went from buyer agent to listing agent because I think it's a hard thing to do. I think there's a lot of people out there listening that 
you know, work buyers or work too many buyers and would like to work more listings than they do buyers. So I'd like to make today's show basically a how-to on how to do that. And, and uh, we, can, we can learn that just from, from you and I chatting. But before I do that, so let's get an idea of your production. So like, like how many houses will you sell this year? So um, again, this year, because I've did, done quite a bit of changes to my business, I'm not doing quite as well as I did the previous years, but my first quarter it was a slump. I had one sell in the first quarter. Wow. So now, yeah, year to date, but it's because I just had to restructure everything. Um, year to date, I'm at 31 transactions. We have eight escrows currently pending right now. So See, look at that. So, so clearly it's a, it's a, you know, one step back, two steps forward process of going from, you know, listing agent from going from buyer agent to listing agent. Oh yeah, definitely. It was a, it, it, you know, it took a, it, it took a couple months to, you know, kind of get that ball rolling again, but now we, we have a system. I think we're doing pretty good. And so in 2016, how many houses did you sell? Um, 2016, I was just by myself. Um, I didn't have any admin or, you know, any other right, agents. Yeah. Um, 38 at the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's important because a lot of people that listen to the show are single agents. And even if you're on a team, you are essentially a single agent because you're, you're working for somebody else as a single agent and, and, and everything applies. You know what I mean? Like uh, everybody should know that listings are the way to go. No matter what your role is, your goal should be to become a listing agent. So, so let's jump right into this. And um, now one thing it's important for people to know is you just started this game in 2015, right? Yeah, um, it was uh, September 2014 was when I got licensed. So yeah, I mean, basically 2015 was my first full year. Yeah, so to do that amount of sales, you know, with no other agents under you, with no, you know, clerical help and, and being a rookie is just amazing. And uh, so let's let's jump right into finding out how. Um, okay, so... First of all, take us, what was it like, the mindset, you know, how strong did you have to be to convince yourself that, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop the train for a little bit here and, and refocus the direction of the train? Like, what was that like? So, first off, when, you're, when, when you start off in real estate like I did, you know, I was rookie of the year. I was pretty successful starting out you get a lot of people telling you how great you're doing. And that actually is very dangerous, very, very dangerous because you start to think that you know what you're doing and there's so much to learn. There's so much out there. There's so much to this business that that can actually be one of the things that can, you know, cause failure, you know, and somebody starting off good, you know, it's, um, it, 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 that, that was one of the failures I hit end of 2016, I was just burnt out. I was ready to leave real estate. <laughs> I was just dead. I was wow. Like, that fast, yeah. right? I mean, that much success and you're really like, burnt out. Is it, you know, is this, uh, is, is this really worth it? I mean, I wasn't even seeing my family. I, I just felt like I was always working. And I had, um, I had served on the ALC. I'm, you know, I'm at Keller Williams. I've served on the ALC a couple years. And one of the covenants for the next year was we had to attend family reunion. I was so busy, I could not even see taking a week away from my business. I was like, I, I just can't do it. You know, I, I was that busy. So they, you know, I, I had to step down from the ALC. And I think I was really hurt by that. I was really upset. 
And I was just like, you know, just looking like, what am I doing? I almost, I almost left KW and I love KW. So, <laughs> so there was that. And then, you know, everybody's, I, you know, you, I, I hear it everywhere. Listings, listings, listings are the way to go. But I didn't really know how to get into that, you know, what to do. So um, I did end up going to family reunion and I went to family reunion in a different mindset in, than any kind of training that I've been to because I went there feeling like a failure. You know, I had uh, the first quarter, I had, I had one escrow, one transaction the first quarter of 2017. And I was just, um, I, I was just like, I, I, I failed, I screwed up and I was a little too burnt out to even do anything from that point. And one of the things that I heard there, um, one of the main speakers was talking about um, hiring an admin. You know, he said that he, he hired one before he felt he was supposed to, and he had three months of, you know, her, uh, that, uh, of an admin salary saved up. And he said, you know, if we get through this three months and it's gone, that's all I have. But, you know, if, uh, if it works out, that's great. So I did that. I took that, <laughs> that closing that I had and I hired an admin and I gave her that same, um, same speech. I got, I can pay you for three months. <laughs> and after that, we'll just see how it works out. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and so, uh, I, what I did was I, I started, you know, um, uh, plug to you. I started with the Rebus University videos, you know, just started watching them over and over and over again. You know, how am I going to go into these listing presentations? What is everybody doing? So I really focused on that a lot. And then I started making, um, creating my own seller guides. Uh, one of the things that I got from Family Reunion was pre-listing packages. And those have been amazing for me. I don't know if everybody out there is really using these or utilizing them, but I've created a system where as soon as I schedule a listing appointment, we FedEx or um, not FedEx, the you know, priority mail to where it's um, next day mail. Uh, we send them this listing packet. It's in a bright red bubble mailer, so they can't miss it. <laughs> and, um, and it has inside there, I have my customized home selling guide a testimonials guide of, you know, past clients, testimonials, and the um, seller homework. Wow. Basically. Okay. So, so let me, let me, let's slow down a little bit here. So, okay. So <laughs> you're, you're there, right? You're working buyers. Like how many of the 30 some deals or however many deals you did your second year in the business, let's say your second full year in the business, how many were buyers? How many were sellers? I had seven closed listings last year. So the rest were buyers. All right. So, and out of 36, is that what you said? Uh, 38. 38. So, so 31, 31 were buyers. So, you did 31 buyers, which is a lot of work. Understand why you were burnt out. Seven listings. And where are you now? Like, where are you now with listings? Like, how many listings do you have currently? Have you closed? Last month, I took nine listings. Wow. <laughs> More than so, the, all year, just in one month. Uh, yeah, no, last month I took nine listings. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I did better last month than I did last year. We are, you know, we still have, we still have buyers, but I just, this month we we brought on a buyer's agent. So she's going to be, she's, she's taking care You're of gonna all You're going to get out buyers. of buyers completely now. Yes, I yeah, am focusing on this any time. Okay. So yeah. th this is great. Okay. So clearly you've made it over the hump, but let's talk about that hump first. So the first thing you did is, number one, you decided, right? I'm going to be a listing agent. The second thing you did is you got educated and confident 
that when you went on a listing appointment, you could get the listing appointment? Because I think a lot of agents are reluctant to become listing agents because they're afraid of, you know, what happens in that face-to-face meeting. They're afraid that they're not experienced enough, that sort of thing. So you went to Rebus University uh, and you took the certified listing agent course. And then not only did you take the course, which is eight agents listing appointments, but you watched those listing appointments over and over and over again, right? Yeah. So the words just started coming out of your mouth eventually. Right. Yeah. I, I just blurt out some stuff that's probably, you know, other people's scripts, but it's because I've watched them so many times, they're natural to me. So that one thing that we never got in, in all of our training, everybody trains listings, how to get listings, how to find listings, you know, but you never really see what are what do you do when you're face to face with a seller? I, I had never really, that, that was the one part of it that I didn't know how to act, how to do, you know, I mean, is it, is your listing presentation supposed to be on an iPad? Is it supposed to be in a notebook, you know, and, and it's, it's not, you know, there's no rule to it, but you have to kind of take what works for you. And that's, that's what I've gathered out of that. I've, I've taken what's worked for me. You know, I started out with, um, before I, you know, started focusing on listings in the previous years, I had this great digital iPad presentation, but I felt like I was making people sit through this presentation with me and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Right. I, I, and canned, you know, like saying, reading a script off of a piece of paper or something, you know? Right, right. And it, and it just, it didn't really feel natural to me. I wasn't comfortable doing it. And, and that was a, that was a big problem. So I, the, the, what, what I have now, you know, what I've created now is, a uh, it's just kind of a mix of, of what, what pieces from everybody that's on university pieces of all of their stuff that I feel works for me. So it's, it's a combination of everything. And that's why I think everybody's going to have to have what they feel comfortable doing. You know, you can't go in there with a script that everybody does, you know, because some people are a lot more aggressive. Some people are more subtle. And that's why we put men, women, different locations, different sale prices to on the eight listing appointments. And then I think, so if I'm going to step this out, basically, number one, you decided, number two, you learned how to do the appointment itself. Number three, you know, you downloaded the eight pre-list books that are in there in the class, um, right. took some other agents that you met with or what have you, and you made your own personalized pre-list book, right? And testimonial sheet. And then this fourth step, now it comes time to actually get the appointment. And so that's what I want to talk to you about now. Can you tell us, like a third grader can understand, what you did to start getting listing appointments? So when I talk to people, um, now for listings, I have, again, my business, and and I'll tell you about this um, also, but my business is primarily referral, Um, you know, and I'm pulling it, you know, a different way through social media, you know, I'm pulling a lot of referrals. So that, that does make getting those appointments a lot easier because referrals are a lot easier to schedule and get in front of than, you know, a stranger. But I do also do land voice, cold call expires. You know, I I am also kind of, you know, diversifying that a lot. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. 
Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. What I'm doing is once I set the appointment, setting the appointment never seems to be really the, the problem. You know, I mean, if someone's looking to sell their house, it's, of course, they're wanting to interview agents. But I seal the appointment. I send out this pre-listing packet. As soon as I set the appointment, if they're interviewing with three or four agents from me, they're getting next day mail. They're getting this packet that shows everything about who I am. Um, you know, it shows... You know, my, my seller guide has everything about who I am, what, uh, you know, what I do, testimonials, all past clients that are happy, you know, and, and seller homework. What I like about the seller homework and the only reason why I send it is, you know, 90% of the people won't fill it out. But when you show up and it's done, listing yours, you know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Especially when it says make two copies of your keys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they follow they those. sitting there on the table for you. You don't. You know, Floyd Wickman used to always say, never sell with blah, 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 when you can sell with blah. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think if they got the, if they have the keys there for you made and sitting on the table, you know, you don't need to sell with blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Just press right. here, you know, sign here. Right. And what I did, um, what I've done with the seller guide is I've taken everything that I see as kind of like, um, uh, rebuttals that sellers will have, you know, or, or different things that they always, that, you know, those questions that you always get at the listing appointment, they're in the book. You know, why is my Zestimate different? I have a whole spot, a whole section in the book that, that explains how, you know, Zestimates vary or whatever, you know, and this person says that my house will sell for this. And I have in there explaining why we want to, you know, price the home right, you know, based upon what, what an appraiser is probably going to be looking at, you know, other than, you know, taking some really high number and, and going that route. So um, there's just a lot of things that I see as, um, as obstacles. I address it in the book. So when I get to the listing appointment, that question comes up. If they haven't already read the book, we just flip right over to it. And, you know, this is, this is it right here. So um, I, I found that if there's something new that comes up or it comes up a couple times, I add it to the book. My admin's uh, first duty when she started, I didn't really know what to have an admin do. So I just had her start <laughs> <laughs> creating that guide. I, 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 um, I had actually downloaded all of the, um, the, the seller guides that you had on Rebus. And I took pages out of them and circled areas of stuff. You know, I want something similar to this or I want to do something similar to this and just kind of gutted everything and put it all together. And we created our own. Wow. Okay. That, that, that's awesome. And I love how every time you come back from an appointment, if, if there's something that's not in the guide that was brought up by the seller, you have the admin <laughs> create a page or add it to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you make sure you talk about this. Um, one of the things that that I that I have added in added into the books, you know, is um, 
is, is, you know, the amount of, you know, everybody's going to give you real estate advice. Everybody's going to give you real estate advice. It could be an agent that's a part-time valet driver. It could be, you know, your family that sold two houses on their own or whatnot. There's always, you know, somebody offering you advice. So I do mention there's a little section where I mention that, that, you know, you're going to get advice from everybody. Please understand that in the last couple of years, I've sold over a hundred homes. Trust that I know what I'm doing and trust in me as a professional because that's going to help us work together. So. That's, that's incredible. Okay. So, so you just, in the last 30 days, you've taken nine listings. Can you give me a rough idea, the sources of them? Like where'd they come from? Are they all referral? Or are they, you know, did some of them you cold call? Can you, do you have a breakdown? Yes. Um, one of those came from a expired, you know, an expired listing, okay. and cold call. but it's not, um, I, I don't, I don't really spend a lot of time on expireds. Um, I, I do it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I've added into what I do, but I do most of my business through Facebook. Um, and it's, uh, what I, what I do with Facebook is a little bit different than, you know, the norm. I'm not really doing hardcore, um, advertisements, Facebook ads, even though I do those, um, I do do those, but I, I use Facebook as a place to build credibility gain, uh, you know, gain referrals, gain, you know, gain business from, from sphere. Um, you want to stay top of, top of mind to your sphere as a realtor. And I add everybody, my mailman's on my Facebook, um, my, you know, the grocery store clerks, as soon as you give me your name, you're going to be my friend on Facebook. And the reason why is because the networking is amazing. And I, on my personal page, now I know we are not supposed to be advertising on our personal page, but technically I am not. I'm just being me and I'm a realtor and this is what I do. So on my personal page where on my business page, I do advertising on my personal page. I check into my business page all the time. So I'm not checking into, you know, Krispy Kreme donuts. I'm checking into my business page. Okay. So wait a minute. Let me, let me slow this down. So, so it's kind of like, let's just say you're checking into your office or you're checking into Krispy Kreme or wherever Disney world or wherever you're visiting. You're just checking. I never heard of this, but this it makes a lot of sense. I've never heard of someone doing this. So you're just going to your business, right? Whether, yeah. whether you're at home or whether you're actually in the office, right? Yeah. Um, and checking in. Yes. So when I make a post, I love it. Yeah, thank you. Um, when I make a post that's real estate related on, um, you know, on, on Facebook, I'm checking into Trish Williams' team, Keller Williams Realty. That's my page. So my page has a lot of, you know, traction. You get, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure the analytic, um, analytics or whatever on Google, but I know that it gives you something by having a lot of check-ins. So I always, uh, I always do that. My business page is where I will actually... Um, be posting, you know, like, like the advertisements, you know, I post advertisements on my business page, but I post me doing real estate on my personal page. What I'm doing is just, um, it, for one, it shows everybody in my sphere that I'm active. I'm out there doing it. You need a realtor. You want somebody that knows what they're doing. I get awards all the time. I get different types of recognitions. They're all there. They're all how, on my okay, page. So how do you do Like how many times are you posting something on Facebook personal or your business page per day? Uh, probably three times per day. However, when I'm posting on my personal page, I don't only, or, or when I'm, when I'm posting personally, I don't only post just on my page. I 
post on other people's pages. I, you know, I comment on what they're doing. I interact with them. It's kind of like doing those sphere contacts and touches. You can't, I don't think that you can build a referral business off of calling everybody in your sphere. If you have a really large sphere calling them, Hey, do you want to buy or sell real estate? You want to talk to them. They want to kind of, you know, feel like you care more about them than do they want to buy or sell real estate. And that can, that can be time consuming. And then so you I do just, that. are you just tagging, like you're just liking random stuff, commenting on random stuff, or are you yes. looking for people that may be moving soon? Um, I just, I just see what's going on in people's lives. I don't liking stuff to me, liking comments is lazy. It's not, you know, everybody likes a comment and nobody really pays attention to who's liking their stuff. Right. I just and see what they're doing. I mean, did their kids just go to college? Their kids just went to college. They may be thinking of downsizing. You know, I mean, there's different things that are going on in their life and I just interact with them. I scroll through, I make it a point to just see who's posting, what's going on, and then I just directly, you know, comment, have a conversation with them through Facebook and, you know, just, I'm interested in what's happening with you. And truly, I am. I mean, I, I really love people. So, it's not, you know, so it's what, not so a... So what kind of things do you post? You know, you're, so you go um, in there, you talk to people, you're, hey, congratulations, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. But then what kind of things are you actually posting that assertively kind of go out there and people see... Okay, so um, everything. When I when I have um, when I have a listing, I'll post. You know, so I do a lot of video. I'll post a video walkthrough of the listing. Sometimes a video of the neighborhood and me in it. And my videos are not by any means professional. And I think that that's great because people see the human side of me. You know, they're not. Um, right. You know, it, it's not. Uh, you know, it it's likable. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Referrals. I have these, um, there's these silly little emojis called, um, it's called R E emojis. Um, they write that down or I'll put it on your show notes. R E emoji, M O J I. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're, what are they? um, they're emoji cons that are, um, real estate related. So they have, you know, there's, there's this, there's this one on there it has a girl with black hair. She looks just like me and she has just sold. Um, thank you for your referral signs. You know, just all these real estate related emojis and they have a whole bunch of different ones there. Um, so every time I get a referral, I post 
that. You know, I, I say thank you to, you know, whoever the person's name is. Thank you for your referral and, um, you know, a little comment to them or whatnot. But there's sometimes I'll post that three or four times a day on my page, you know, because I'm, I'm really getting, you know, all these referrals. But it also makes everybody else aware that, you know, Trish gets referrals all the time. You know, it just, it just puts it in their head that, when someone's talking about, you know, needing an agent or needing someone to sell, they're sending me their friends and family and they really are sending me their friends and family. So, so basically every time someone gives you a referral, let's say you automatically friend the name, the person who's the referral, let's say it's Margie Smith. And then the person that gave you the referral was Donald Sutherland. And you'll say, thank you, Donald Sutherland for referring me to Margie Smith. And you tag both of them. You put a little emoji of a sold sign and a smiley face or whatever, and you just put it out there. Yeah, just put it out there. And, and, and on that little emoji, there's one that says, thank you for your referrals, one that says your referrals are greatly appreciated. And I just post that little thing. It's a cartoon image and everybody loves that cartoon image. That, that, and that people silly. are like, damn, Trisha's getting, like, to them, you might post once every five days a referral, but to them, in their mind, they're thinking she's getting like a referral every day, right? I mean, it really yeah. sinks in, yeah. Because they're constantly seeing it. So they're having, you know, when just recently one of the clients contacted me for a listing just the other day, her, her sister's looking to sell her house and she started talking to another agent that she met through, you know, who knows what. And her friend says, no, no, Trish, Trish is the best. You've got to contact Trish. And it was, I mean, it was <laughs> and it's just, you know, because she sees everybody's always sending me business. Whenever I have a buyer um, or a, a buyer seller, a property in contract, picture of the property in contract right across the top. Whenever I have a, uh, you know, someone closed, picture of the property, just sold, just closed, um, just listed, you know, whatnot. I don't post, um, I don't post links for my listings. Um, you know, the, the links that link back to your website and I know. Yeah, you don't do that, huh? No, I don't. Um, and the reason why is because, and, and I, I figured this out at a FISBO one day. <laughs> I, was, okay. I was at a FISBO. He was having an open house, and uh, the house had this amazing curb appeal, and there was nobody coming there. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't work out good for FISBOs. And um, there was no one showing up, and, you know, I, sat, I, I had a conversation with them. At, you know, people been calling you, and only realtors. He was getting a little frustrated. I could see him breaking down. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, this house, you know, it's, it's amazing. It was great price. It had great curb appeal. I said, let me just take some pictures of the front. Uh, you know, I have, I have people that I know. I, I know I can find you a buyer for this house. And I, and I was standing there talking to him. I took a couple pictures of the front, posted the house with the price on Facebook. And I had about 10 messages. And I don't know, the 15, 20 minutes I was there with him. And I was like, I have buyers for you. So it was, uh, and it was people that I honestly didn't even know that were looking for a house. You know, it was just, they had no other, they didn't have a link they could click on to get more information. So they had to message me to find out some more right. details. If you put the link, it would have been to him and they would have cut you out of the deal. Exactly. So I realized that. And now I do that with everything. I take the best photos and I post those and I post enough information to kind of bait, but not enough to where they can go, you know, to Zillow, Trulia, wherever the heck, you know, consumers want to be going. You get it they're on not, their own and figure it out. Yeah. So you're not putting the address then, huh? Yeah, I'm not putting the address because if they're not interested in the location, that's fine. I want to know that they're looking. 
I want to know what they're interested in. I want to know what they what you want to talk to them. Yeah, I want to talk to them. So it gets me that direct. You know, I mean, they have they they can send it to anybody they want, but all there is is a picture and a price. I mean, it would take forever for someone to figure out which house it is. Do so, you put the, um, yeah? So do you put the price on it? Sometimes I'll put the price if it's a great price. You know, okay. I, I mean if the price, you know, for the pictures is great. And sometimes I don't even do that. If the pictures are amazing, just, Hey, contact me. Let me, you know, let me give you all the information. So that's, um, that's worked tremendously well. The, uh, you know, just different. Um, I, I, I always try to think of different ways to kind of create people listings. The reason why listings are coming through this work really well is because, you know, I mean, I do the just listed and then, you know, a couple weeks later in contract, you know, that's, uh, that, that does amazing, um, that, that people are seeing that the listings are actually moving, that they're actually, you know, getting, getting traction. Then I get, uh, you know, I've had a, quite a bit of contacts for people that inquire about something and they have a house to sell too. So it, you know, it works out beautifully. Yeah. And I think a lot of it stems from you just deciding to be a listing agent and having your focus be on listings, right. And post things about listings, more than you do, you know, about buyers, right? I mean, every house you look at or every, you know, listing appointment you go on, every referral you get, um, your focus is listings. And so here's a question I think some people are wondering, Trish, and that is, let's say I, let's say somebody gives you a referral of someone who's getting ready to list their house. Okay. Now, are you giving away a secret if there's other agents that you're friends with or do you wait until you go and get the listing before you say thank you? Uh, no, I, I've, um, I, I do not. Now, one thing that you mentioned earlier is that, that I tag the person in there. So yeah. I, I put their first name. I actually don't tag them. And the only reason why I do that is because if they have a friend or sister or aunt who's a realtor, sometimes people choose not to use them <laughs> for whatever reasons. I don't want to kind of throw so them we- out there. So you'll tag the the referring source, but not the actual no, person listing. I don't tag them directly for anything. I just you don't put their tag first. either. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so like you know, Linda sends me a referral. Thank you, Linda. I don't put Linda, you know, whatever her last name is, because you know, just just every once in a while, there's you know, there, there's a lot of people, and I've run across that a couple of times. Is there's a, you know people that know other realtors, and they've chosen to use me, and that's yeah. I, excellent but i just don't uh you know i don't want to put them in that awkward situation right 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 yeah that that makes sense too because they're, they're you know their sister could be real why didn't you refer me you know <laughs> yeah yeah definitely so i just put a first name you know it could be anybody so that's um uh, yeah that that's what i do there another thing um i i try to make every day is that i interact with at least three people you know it's um on, on facebook you know that sometimes so what's your definition of interacting Interacting, just comedy, um, comedy and communicating, you know, having a conversation through through social media with at least three different people. I have uh, right now, I think I have about 1200 people on my, you know, on my Facebook page. So, you know, I interact with them. And another thing that I that I um, kind of sell really strongly on my listings is regardless of the company they're with, I have really great relationships with co-op agents, you know, other people, they're helping me sell my properties. And a lot of times when I, you know, list or I post a picture, you know, I'll have agents ask me, you know, what's the information on this house and I'll, you know, send it to them privately. 
but uh, but that you know keeping those relationships with people regardless of if they're competition or in another company is really really you know pays back when when you have listings yeah absolutely well i love your story i just love it how you know you're able to just you know make a decision switch gears do what it takes to learn it, to feel confident, and just pull it in. And I'll wrap this up with the last piece of advice from you. If somebody out there is listening and they're like, man, I did 80% buyers and 20% listing last year, and I want to be like Trish where you know, I completely have flipped that into a 12-month period, uh, what advice do you have for them? Um, you're going to have to pull back. Buyers are, I, and maybe you said this, I heard this somewhere, but they're like crack. They are, they're very addicting and they will consume your time to where you don't have time to focus on anything else. So you're going to have to pull back. You're going to have to let some of it go, refer it out. I did that. You know, I did that in the first couple months when I was changing, I referred buyers out to other agents just because I, I really, you know, couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get distracted. You know, you have to really focus on what you're doing and, you know, hit listings, whether you're, you know, cold calling expires, whatever you're doing, focus only on listings and don't let the buyers distract you. It's not that you can never work with buyers again, which would probably be even more productive, but it's, uh, don't don't let it distract you because as soon as you sidetrack and go off with with a buyer, you know, on showing homes and you know whatever, you're going to lose focus on what you need to be focused on. I love it. Great advice, guys. Listen, take her advice. You will not regret it. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. It's gonna hurt in the beginning, but you know the free time that Trish has now and the the freedom and the profit and the control that she has now is probably better than in, uh, since she started, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. And hire an admin. Leverage. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Leverage is so, so priceless. <laughs> it's, it's really great. Well, that's awesome. Oh, one more thing. Um, you're going to give a free gift. Uh, everybody that comes on the show gives a free gift. has to be something yeah. that you could download. has to be something that they could actually take with them, print it out, you know, use on a daily day, day-to-day -day basis, what is something you could give our audience? So I made an easy um, checklist, basically building a referral business using Facebook to stay connected. And it's just kind of a checklist of what I do on Facebook. You know, it's, uh, it's pretty easy to follow. And I think, um, I think if everybody incorporated it, there's a, there's a lot of realtors I know out there and I see them on Facebook and you would never even know that they're realtors. <laughs> because they, they, they never talk about it. So, um, so it's just like kind of a little checklist of what you should be doing on your personal page, aside from your business page. That's awesome. So I'm going to put that on hybendigital.com backslash Trish Williams 2. That's hybendigital.com backslash Trish Williams 2. And of course, it will be plopped into the toolbox, which is on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox, or simply get it by going to, by texting toolbox to 444-999. Trish, this has been awesome. And best of luck to you in all your new future endeavors. Thank you, Pat. Very nice talking to you again. Uh, it's been great. Thanks for having me back. Thank you for turning into Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, 
the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.